For me, that's a pretty good day. For some of you, maybe not the best day at the office. Some of you, maybe it's a pipe dream. The, the numbers are irrelevant here. They're just to illustrate the point. Episode 1151 of His Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, no runs are unproductive. Hey, y'all, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is sponsored by me, I guess, by, by the coaching services that I offer, specifically one-to-one coaching, which maybe as I think about it, maybe I named it poorly because I kind of feel like all the coaching that I do is one-to-one. Like there is no group coaching in terms of like, I mean, y'all know where I stand on one size fits all. I don't stand on one size fits all. Everything, every plan that I create is specific to each person that I'm working with, right? Like that's just, that's just what I believe. That's how I operate, you know, kind of, I guess not even kind of full stop. I mean, that's, that is how it works. So, so calling a coaching level one-to-one, maybe not quite perfect, but what differentiates the one-to-one coaching from the coterie, which again, both, both get unique customized training plans for, for you and plenty of interaction, things like that. But at the one-to-one level, you get more real-time interaction. We, we go back and forth, you know, with text messaging, we have a phone call once a month. Um, there's just, there's just a little bit more real-time interaction. So if you've got some questions, you need a little extra, maybe accountability, a little, a little nudge to get out, uh, out the door on a consistent basis. You, you want that real-time feedback, um, along with obviously customized programs, uh, specific to you and adjustments, changes, all those types of things. Uh, the one-to-one level of coaching that I offer might be what you are looking for. Assuming you're looking for a coach. If you're not looking for a coach, it's probably not for you. Uh, but if you want to check out all the details, all the, all the real fine print, even though I pretty much gave you all of the fine print right there, uh, check out disruns.com slash one, two, one coaching. That's the number one, the number two, the number one coaching all, all one word, all jumbled together. Um, and of course, if you go over to disruns.com slash coaching, you can see kind of all of the, the general information on each of the different levels. And then you can click over to the one-to-one coaching page or the Coterie page or the concierge page, whichever level you kind of like, yeah, I think this, I think this might be the thing for me, but let me check out all the details again. Like not, not that I'm trying to hide any fine print on you, but you know, it, like I don't have any fine print. That's what I'm trying to say. But all the, all the, the, the granular details are on each individual coaching page. But uh, today we're brought to you by the one-to-one coaching. If you're looking for that level of engagement, interaction, real-time feedback, um, let's make it happen. Disruns.com slash one-to-one coaching. And uh, let's, let's dive into today's topic, shall we? Which, which is something that uh, every so often I see somebody post something, whether it's in the Facebook group, whether it's on other forms of social media, whatever. Uh, typically a, a photo of like their watch face or maybe the, the app on the phone that labels a run as unproductive. And I, at the risk of sounding like I'm going to be uh, just dogging on Garmin all the time, it's Garmin that uh, somehow, for whatever reason, at least used to. I don't know. Maybe they've changed their, their verbiage of late, but uh, it, there for a while, any type of run that was relatively low intensity, so AKA heart rate training type of runs, um, especially like zone one, like low end of heart rate training, um, Garmin would classify them as, as unproductive. And again, at the risk of sounding like I'm going to be dogging on Garmin the whole, I know some of you, some of you people love your Garmin. You love to spend two or three times as much money for a watch with half the battery life compared to Koros. That's, that's fine. That's fine. You do you. Um, but Koros isn't perfect here either. Uh, I seem to remember in the early days of, of using my Koros, which I've had for four years now, three and a half years, something like that. 
um, I used to get a lot of non-impactful was what they was what they called it. So a little bit, a little bit friendlier language than unproductive, but the sentiment was the same. And, and in both cases, basically what they were trying to tell you is if you weren't pushing, if you weren't hammering, if you weren't getting after it, working hard, then your run was was useless, was pointless, it was unproductive, it was non-impactful. Koros, to their credit, with an update recently, has changed the verbiage to where now they just call it like an easy run. Um, which I mean, not for nothing. That is what it is. Like, like, you know, if I, if I'm cruising along at, at whatever pace and my heart rate's in the one tens, one twenties. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not a, a massively exertional run, but that's kind of the goal, right? Like that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm running easy, hopefully going to be racing fast. Um, so like the run is productive. It's an easy run, but you know, to me still productive. Um, but, but again, the, 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 the point that I'm trying to get at here, or at least the, the, the rationale behind putting this episode together is that from time to time, for good reason, I guess, I get the question of, you know, my watch is telling me this run is unproductive. Like, what, what am I doing wrong? Nothing. You're doing nothing wrong. In fact, I would go so far as to say you're, you're training very intelligently if you're running easy most of the time, even if your watch is trying to tell you that it's unproductive. Because... You know, that's that's kind of the goal. Now, that said, I suppose you could make the argument that you could ha- you can have an unproductive run. Contrary to the title of this episode, the title of this blog post, that there are no such thing as unproductive runs, I mean, you know, you, you can have an unproductive run. What would that look like? Well, if you let's say you were doing a speed workout, you know, which, which again, as much as I harp on heart rate training and all that kind of stuff, there's a time and a place... Even within a heart rate training, you know, program, even within heart rate training philosophy, to get out there and hammer once in a while, like that's okay. It's a good thing. There's benefits of running hard. There's physiological benefits, uh, strengthening for like. There's all kinds of of good things that come about getting after it once in a while. If today your plan is to go out there and run, whether whether it's hill repeats, whether it's a tempo run, whether it's you know some type of quarter mile repeat, some type of something hard. And you go out there and kind of half half ass it, you know, like like maybe it's not quite easy, but you're definitely not, you know, hammering like you should be for that type of run. I would label that unproductive. I mean, call me crazy, but if you're not doing the workout to the best of your ability as scheduled, especially if the plan has been put together in a, in somewhat of a of a um, strategic way to, to build your fitness, to get you ready for a race, to, to progress you towards whatever goals you're working towards. And you've got a, you got an easy run where you push too hard. That's unproductive. You got a hard run that you don't push hard enough, that you, but it, but it's just kind of going through the motions. That's unproductive. Now, ironically, Garmin would probably not label that as an unproductive run. My, my Koros back in the day would probably not label that as a non-impactful run. Because they're 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 showing that you're you're working somewhat hard, maybe maybe they would call it a maintenance run or okay run or or whatever. I'd call it unproductive because you weren't executing the workout to the best of your ability, to the best of your effort, as as prescribed. But going back to the the traditionally labeled unproductive runs, where it's an easy run. And and I guess I guess the the point I'm trying to make today, and and don't look now. But this might be the shortest quick tip we've had in a while because we're getting we're getting towards the end here. And we're only at like eight minutes. I don't know. I'll probably ramble on this story for another fifteen minutes, and then it'll all be moot. We'll be we'll still be at twenty five minutes for the day. You know, don't don't worry. 
Um, but uh, I ran a race last weekend. And let me preface this story by saying I'm not here to brag about the race I ran. I ran a good race. I, I PR'd. It went well. Okay? Um, but the, the point I'm trying to make is in the last 16 months, I haven't been using a Garmin. But if I have been, if I had been, I would I would wager... And you know, I, I I don't I don't I would wager a sum of money. Like you could you could you you could pay off my house with the amount of money I would wager that ninety percent of my runs in the last sixteen months would have been classed as unproductive. Would have been classed as non-impactful. Would have been classed as easy runs. Which you know, if you've been listening for for at least the last sixteen months, like you're probably not surprised. As much as I talk about freaking heart rate training and running slow, racing fast, et cetera, et cetera, like you're probably like, well, okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, you. At least at least when it comes to your training philosophy, you practice what you preach. Lord knows when it comes to foam rolling, you don't practice what you preach. But at least when it comes to your running, maybe you're on the level, okay. And sixteen months ago, just so we're on the timeline, roughly, I ran a half marathon back in Florida. PR'd that. Average pace for the half marathon. I have my notes here to make sure I get these numbers correct. Seven minutes and 50 seconds pace, which again, for me, that's a pretty good day. For some of you, maybe not the best day at the office. Some of you, maybe it's a pipe dream. The, the numbers are irrelevant here. They're just to illustrate the point. Okay. So, so 16 months ago, January, 2022, I ran a, whatever that shook out to be a, a 139.50 something like a 139 high, but I broke 140, 750 pace, 13.1 miles. Since then, like I said, 90%, 95% of my runs since then have been unproductive, non-impactful, have been nothing but easy. Lots of runs. Since I, since I got here in Georgia, um, I mean, probably just about every single one of my runs. There's been a couple times I've been in the nine-minute pace range, but just about every single, every single run in Georgia, thanks to these hills that I hadn't been used to previous, all been in the 10-minute pace range. Maybe even in the 11s a few times, if we're, if we're honest. And when it comes to long runs, certainly 11s, 12s, yeah, that's that's where I run most most time. And if you don't believe me, I mean, check my Strava. Like, it's not like it's public. I mean, I'm sorry. It's not like it's private. And I'm not not ashamed. Like, it's all out there. You can check it. No no factor. Um, so, so a week ago or two weeks ago or whatever it was, a week before the race that was a week ago. So I guess that would be two weeks ago. That's how math works. Yes, that's how math works. Okay, we're on the same page there. Um. I sign up for this 10 mile race. No idea exactly what the course is going to look like. Was it be relatively flat, relatively hilly? I mean, I guess I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be some hills, but I don't know. Um, sign up for this 10 mile race. No real idea of what I can do in terms of what the time's going to be. Um, haven't done any speed work. Like, like, you know, I've done maybe four speed workouts this year, 2023. Um, I've done maybe four since we moved to Georgia. So like, haven't done a lot of speed work. Um, haven't really pushed the pace. I guess, I guess I, I pushed a little bit in November. I ran a half marathon in about an hour 50 or so. So whatever that, whatever that math would shake out to be eight thirty pace, something like that. Um, but, uh, decided, decided to get after it, right? We're just going to, we're just going to throw down, see what happens. Give it, give it a good, honest effort. Um, but I had no real expectation going into this 10 mile race. My loose goal was to run 75 minutes. So for you, uh, math whizzes out there. You know what that works out to because the numbers are easy. A 10 mile race, 75 minutes. That means seven and a half minute pace per mile was the loose goal. No real idea if that was attainable or not. 
uh, haven't run 7:30 pace in a long time, you know, and, and and but you know, let's roll the dice. Let's see what happens. I believe in this run slow, race fast philosophy. I believe in these unproductive runs and how valuable they might be able to be. So you know, show up to the to the race on on you know a week ago Saturday. I uh, did like an easy mile to kind of warm up before the race started. Stood around for a few minutes, waiting for everything to get going, and uh, took off when the race started. Uh, made it a point to not really look at my watch. I, I glanced at the the numbers a few times in the first half a mile just to make sure I was kind of in the the range of you know seven between seven and eight minute pace, something like that. Um, and then just kind of cruised, just kind of kept going. Tried to keep as steady as I could given the hills. Tried to keep picking off. You know, there's there's somebody up in front of me. Let's see if I can I can track them down. Uh, and then, you know, onward and onward and, and, until we got to the finish line. Goal was, ideally, let's 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 see if we can run 75 minutes, see what happens. Ended up running seven hours. I'm not seven hours. Goodness. 70 minutes. Uh, so an hour, 10 minutes, and like 14 seconds. So almost seven-minute pace when I wasn't sure if 7.30 was possible. Uh, I... Honestly, I thought 7:30 was probably doable, but it was going to be like, like barely. Okay, uh, ended up at at seven minute pace. Could I have gone an extra extra 3.1 miles at that pace? I don't know, but it would have been close. It would have been close. I felt really good, really strong, really productive, if I may be so bold, um, on the power of basically nothing but unproductive runs over the last 16 months. So the point I'm trying to make, in case in case you haven't figured out, and once again, it's not to brag on myself, you know, again, seven minute, you know, seven minute pace for 10 miles, like I'm proud of it. I'm very happy with it. Not for nothing. That's under my BQ pace. I could not maintain that pace for another 16 miles. I know that, but hey, it's an actual race that I've run faster than BQ pace and felt good. I'll take it. It's a step in the right direction for me for sure. For some of you, again, like that would not be a good day at the office. I get that. That's fine. Some of you, you know, like that's that's more than you could wrap your head around. I, I get that too. But the point being, if you're if you're not sure about heart rate training, I'm not saying you have to do heart rate training. I I would encourage you to run easy most of the time. Whether you're using your heart rate strap or your your wrist-based heart rate, which we all know what I think about wrist-based heart rate, but you know, I'm not I'm not here trying to be a, a all, you know, preachy preachy. Um but if you have some metric to make sure your runs keep keep easy, maybe it's just that you can be conversational while running, chatting with your friends, singing along to your music, responding to me as I'm talking to you right now in your headphones, like whatever it is, keeping your runs easy. And even if your Garmin labels your run as unproductive or your Kuros labels it as non-impactful or whatever Sunto labels a run as or whatever run keeper or, or whatever the different apps and devices and trackers out there. If they have some type of disparaging remark about an easy run about a one miler, because let's not, let's not kid ourselves. And I guess maybe the point I'm ultimately trying to make every run is productive. Every run is, is beneficial. It moves the ball forward. Maybe, you know, and, and again, you know, for, for some of us, you know, if you've been running for a, a long time and your paces are like, there are some runs that are maybe more productive depending on what you're training for, where you're at in the training cycle, you know, for me. And again, this is not to try to brag, just to try to illustrate the point, a one mile run, it's not unproductive. 
is it going to move me as far forward in my fitness as my six mile normal run during the week? I mean, probably not. Like, like when I go and run and pick Addison up after school and it's, it's three quarters of a mile to the school and three quarters of the mile home. And you know, we're, I'm running home with her, you know, at her pace. So we're running 14 minute pace or whatever, 15 minute pace. And we're stopping to walk a couple times. Like that's not moving my fitness, like massively forward. Right. But it's not unproductive. It's still time on feet. Maybe more importantly, it's time with my daughter, which is awesome. But like, you know, there's, there's no run that's too short to be productive. There's no run that's too slow or easy or whatever, however you want to classify it as to be unproductive, no matter what your watch says. And if you stack enough of those quote unquote unproductive runs together, and I'm not talking about days and I'm not talking necessarily even about weeks, maybe not even months, but definitely start stacking months and months and years and years of quote unquote unproductive runs together, which I think has been something that I've fairly well been able to do over the last three or four or five years that I've been doing heart rate training, like unproductive adds up. Unproductive becomes ridiculously productive, mind bendingly productive. Like, holy crap, what did I just do on this 10 miler productive? So if you're, if you're getting into heart rate training or you're just trying to embrace this idea of slowing down, keeping your easy runs easy, which, which that I, I will continue to harp on that till I'm, till I'm d- done and dusted till they, till they take the microphone away and there's no podcast anymore. Run your easy runs easy. And if your watch tells you that it's unproductive, just ignore your damn watch. Like your watch doesn't know, right? Because I'm telling you those, those easy runs, those quote unquote unproductive runs, and they pay off in spades, they pay off in spades and in PRs. If you stack enough of them together for a long enough time. So there you go. The, the, the unproductive label is an unproductive label. Ignore it. Keep doing, keep doing what you're doing, especially if what you're doing is running easy. Most of the time, most of the time, every once in a while, get after it. And on those days, get after it because that's, what's productive on those days. So there you go. And look at that. I still am going to end up at about 20 minutes because I can't help myself. Um, but hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that was useful, especially if you've analyzed your watch after a run and it tells you it's no impact, unproductive. Stop it. You know, you know more than your watch does. I promise you. I promise you. So what do you think? How many runs have you done recently that have been classed as unproductive, or at least would have been classed as unproductive if you were, you know, running with a Garmin? Uh, let me know at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. Uh, you can also shoot me an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to head over to the show notes for today, where we've got some, some memes as per usual, uh, we've got a little photographic evidence of some of these unproductive labels as well. Um, check it out, Dizruns.com slash 1151. If you're so inclined, Dizruns.com slash 1151. And of course, down there at the bottom of the page, past the, the memes, past the photos, past the links, past all the things is that comment section. You can feel free to fill in to your little heart's content, your thoughts, your feedbacks, what you think about unproductive runs. What would you define as unproductive? Uh, I'm, I'm open to whatever thoughts and feedback you have. Love to hear it in the comment section or wherever is easiest for you. Uh, one last call. If you want to, if you want a coach to tell you, to remind you that, Hey, that run wasn't unproductive. In fact, that run was perfect. That's exactly what we wanted. I don't care what your damn watch says. I'm a, I'm a coach that'll do that. I'm happy. I'm happy to have those conversations. And if you want a little bit of, of, you know, more real time, uh, back and forth versus, you know, the standard three check-ins a week, but it kind of happens, 
via via a shared document on the on the interwebs where there's not as much real time back and forth. Uh, one-to-one coaching options are available. We've got some spots open there. Uh, Dizruns.com slash one-to-one coaching. Dizruns.com, the number one, the number two, the number one coaching uh, for all the details and to get yourself signed up. Sign up information right there on the website. You can you can get that ball rolling as soon as you're ready. And uh, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. If you have a, a running friend that struggles with that unproductive label, hit that share button on this one, will you? Uh, spread the word. Share it on social media. Text it to somebody. Uh, somebody who you know could use the 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 encouragement that there is no such thing, almost no such thing as an unproductive run. Uh, appreciate you spreading the word. Until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right? See you.